Yasuyani Panalogu. Welcome back, everybody, to episode five of Greek and Out, brought to you by Nicole. myself. I'm going to go first. Okay. Demetrius Lagateris, uh, host Anna of the podcast. And by your second host. Oh, dang it. Oh, you just admitted it. Dang it. By your second host, Nico Paspolaris. All right. Um, so we got a lot in store for you guys today. Sorry the episode is uh, two days later than promised. Uh, well, it wasn't, wasn't really a promise. It wasn't promised. We yeah. were going to try to do one at the festival. We talked about that last week. We did not get around to it, unfortunately. Turns out that when you're dancing as many sweets as we did, it's a little bit difficult to report to record a podcast in between. So we're going to bring it to you from my dorm room, which will not be disclosed because I can't handle that amount of fan mail. I don't think my mailbox is big enough. Oh, definitely not. And uh, thank God we're not giving my home address because my parents would be very pissed about <laughs> the mail that isn't ours or isn't theirs coming into our mailbox. But uh, we definitely have to buy a bigger mailbox. Um, so per usual, leave us a five-star review and rating. Um, we're available everywhere that you can Where's everywhere? virtually listen to podcasts. Everywhere, Dimitri. is everywhere? Pocket Cast, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and virtually almost every other podcasting thing. That That's incredible. Um, Apple Podcasts. It's like we're is, famous. I know, right? Apple Podcasts is probably the biggest one that you guys definitely listen on for us. Uh, that's the easiest way we can look at our reviews, and that's definitely where you want to review and rate us. I think maybe the only place that you can review and rate us. Um, but I think uh, so, actually. We appreciate it. Uh, we love looking at them. Yeah, for they're, sure. They're funny, usually. Especially the reviews. And a funny story about the sheep herders. Um, so we, as we said last uh, last episode, the week at, the review led by the sheep herders, it was the really long one about the frozen mountain. The lemon soup. Yeah. And uh, that was actually written by my godbrother, Theo. So shout out to him. He doesn't remember writing it. So I don't know who else would write it because when you click on his phone, uh, write a review, it shows – it takes you to like a – to the review of the sheep herders. So uh, shout out to him. I guess you wrote it when you weren't uh, thinking. And uh, so you can follow him. You just look up Theo Asimenos in the search thing on Instagram. Uh, but yeah, so we're give available. him the followers. Give him the followers. Uh, show um, him what we're really about here. Also, we've reached a milestone today, Nico. Oh yeah, what was the milestone, Dimitri? Well, uh, today we got our four, four hundred, four hundredth listener. Amazing. That's a that's a big deal for us, considering we're on week four currently. That's a hundred listeners a week. Yeah, and considering that we were only thinking we'd get about fifteen views per episode. I was hopeful. I was saying thirty. Oh. That's that's that was hopeful, especially back in when we started. But uh, back in the day, yeah, back in the day when we didn't have the uh, blue anchor mic, or not anchor, the blue Yeti mic. Blue Yeti, yeah. Uh, past the sound quality, unprecedented. Um. um so anyway, yeah, I think that you uh, people are done listening to this rant sure. about all this stuff. We're gonna go right into the first segment. So without further ado, segment one, Greek. Invention of the week. So we're starting off Greek Invention of the Week, just like we always do. Uh, so the invention of this week, this episode, current date and time, is plumbing. So in the 400s BC, Athens began to develop a highly extensive plumbing system for baths and fountains, as well as for personal use within individual homes. Many houses in ancient Greece were equipped with closets or latrines that drained into a sewer beneath the street. 
They seem to have been flushed by wastewater. Some of the sewers were filtered with ventilating shafts. So this is all pretty exciting stuff because a lot of times the Romans get credit for plumbing. But no. It was the Greeks. No, sir. Uh-uh. Not going to have it today. Nope. Greeks. Greek, 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 Greek. Greek. You heard me right. Greek. Greek. Um, but it's super funny. It is really funny because when you go to Greece, you can't flush toilet paper. At least in most places. <laughs> At least in most places. Maybe Everywhere like, I went. Yeah. <laughs> maybe like the nicer hotels. Like if you go to the Grand Britannia or something like, uh, I think it's in Stagma Square. Uh, yeah, you can't you can't flush toilet paper. That That's just not going to end Because well. the plumbing sucks. The plumbing's so they bad. They invented it in 400 BC and then <laughs> and never updated terrible. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it plumbing's bad there. Um, but yeah, I think that's pretty funny. Especially all the way back, what well, was 400 BC? So 400 plus 2019, so 200 and 2,419 years. Um, wow, Greeks, this is probably the one invention you gotta step your game up on a little bit. Actually, this might be one of the biggest things in Greece that they have to step their game up in is plumbing, because like, I don't want to have to go and then not be able to flush my toilet paper because I'm gonna clog the toilet. Especially if I go and visit family or something, because then all of them have to suffer as well. But, like, they're used to it because they grew up there. So, You know what? When I went for the first time two years ago, um, I was shocked because I knew this fact that you couldn't flush toilet paper, right? And I was, like, ready for, like, the bathroom to smell absolutely disgusting. No. It really doesn't. You don't Not notice really. it. But it's still a major inconvenience to someone like me mm-hmm. who is used to flushing their toilet yeah. paper. And you can do, like, one or two squares. But, like, if it's a lot... Yeah, you can't flush I mean, that. they ain't got that Charmin Ultra Soft. No, no, there. sir. No, they only got one plant grease. But as far as that goes, the pretty short segment for today to start us off. I think that yeah. concludes it. Um, not too much to talk about plumbing. But uh, I think we can go on to the next one. I think you guys are going to like the next one. Oh, the next one is quality. So let's get to it. Let's do it. So the next segment for today is Kutala Survivors. Kutala Survivors. And you see... Apparently, we have a lot of non-Greeks listening to the show, which surprised me. So we're going to explain real quick what a kutala is. It's basically a wooden spoon used for cooking. Now, if you are a survivor of the kutala, that means that as a child, you, you were, were beaten, beaten with the kutala spoon, yeah. every time you did something wrong. Mm-hmm. Maybe it wasn't the kutala. Maybe it was a pandofla, you know, a shoe, yeah, yeah. Uh, something. We used God, to have a- God bless your soul if you got the belt. Oh, gosh. Um, yeah, if you got the belt, it was bad. Yeah, I never did. Yeah, neither. I was never beat as a child, actually. Fun facts. Because I learned from my older brother and sister's mistakes. So I was never did anything. I don't know if I was ever beat, per se. Like, when I think beating, like, you know, really getting wailed on. Yeah. But I got my fair share of spankings. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Especially from Papu. Yeah. Um. But so this episode or not episode, but segment is dedicated to all of you out there who survived the pain. Congratulations. You made it. (laughs) You did. (laughs) Look at where we are now. We're all upstanding members of the Greek society. I turned out great. I I turned out more than great. I turned out perfect. I don't know about that. But I turned (laughs) out great. Um, Um, I mean, we're the hosts of a podcast. Yeah, please. You know, famous. This is almost like an ode to the Kutala. Yeah. Because you shaped me into the person that I am today. Exactly. You kept us straight and kept us real. You did. Mm -hmm. And when I would go cry in my room afterwards, after a nice, good spanking, and think to myself, pack my bags, I'm running away, (laughs) you know? Yep. 
funny story about a kutala. So my brother, um, he had, I don't know what it was going on. My yaya from Greece uh, on my dad's side had came. She was visiting for at least a month or two in uh, to America, to Florida. And um, so my brother had did something bad. And my yaya was beating him with the kutala, right? And then <laughs> she was hitting him so hard, the kutala broke. Oh, God. And then my brother started laughing. Oh, that God. Was, that was the worst thing he did. And then my dad could hear him laughing from the other room. And then he started unbuckling the belt. And then you all know what happens from there. So, And uh, this isn't child abuse. This is forming us to be good Greek. He's in the people. Navy now. He is in the Navy now. Maybe because of all that scarring. He's doing phenomenally. He is doing very phenomenally. Shout out to my brother. And Dimitri. this is because of the Kutala. Mm-hmm. Now, I got a few things to say in relation to the Kutala. Of course. First of all, God bless my mother. Oh, Jeannie had to put up a Because I was a handful. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I know we all were. I mean, a Greek mother will love you so much. She'll give you so much shit like we talked about, you know, with the guilt tripping. Oh, yeah. 100%. And, uh, you know, just. But like we said, guilt end, tripping. Because she loves you. Yeah, but it's because yeah. she loves you so much. Now that I'm living on my own and I'm taking out my, well, I, I've always taken out the trash. That's yeah. not a big one. But I'm doing my own laundry, laundry the dishes. You're cooking. You know, yeah. All this, while, yeah. all this stuff that I'm doing on my own that my mother used to do for me. You know, she has a job. She has three children. Mm-hmm. She has so much stuff she has to deal with of her own. Yeah. Running, I mean. God bless her. Yeah. And mom, if you're listening, I love you. <laughs> I love you too, Thea. Because God, I know back in the day, Dimitri, Mike, and Venetia. Ooh, okay. Let's not pretend like you're a perfect <laughs> child. Okay. Okay. I was going to get to it. But um, yeah, no, my, uh, my, let's see, my siblings used to get, my sister never really got beat either. Um, she was the most rebellious out of the three. But I feel like my parents kind of lost hope halfway through. And she turned out great. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> she has a great job. Uh, her husband's great. Love the guy to death. Um, he's like another brother to me. Um, but, yeah, that was a big one. Uh, Mom, if you're listening, I love you too. Um, I haven't left the house yet. I know I'm a bum. I'm trying to leave the house. Trust me. Um, but definitely it's going to be an eye-opener having to do my own laundry, cook food for me or for more than one person others maybe decide to do a group thing for dinner um but yeah it's good it's a lot that you guys do and you guys have your own jobs and i know my mom like she had a hard job before this one uh this one got a little bit easier but uh she was from work to seven to seven sometimes and uh, i know my dad he leaves at like 5 30 in the morning granted he works for the government so he doesn't go to work often oh you know what i just the, they weren't trying to shape us they were taking their anger out on us that's what the Kutala. <laughs> this is revolutionary. <laughs> <laughs> I take it all back. <laughs> How could you do this? <laughs> no, um, but yeah, they do a lot for us. And you know what? If that's if I have to take the Kutala every once in a while, that's fine. With me. That's okay. And honestly, they're not going to hit us with the Kutala now. No, yeah, I have never happened. Not in years. Yeah. Um, the second thing that was related to this was something that we've both heard from multiple of our friends who aren't Greek. Maybe uh. Hispanics, especially, mm-hmm. uh, they get the um, what do they call it? Chancla, chancla, the the sandal. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. It's something. Is it like a chancla? I think so. I don't know Spanish. Hold on. But um, the important part is that throughout uh, several segments of this podcast, you guys have been coming to us and saying, "Okay, I'm not Greek, but you know that is so similar for our culture, whatever it might be." 
And we've realized through this, zapato, zapato. Oh, that's shoe. I don't know if that's in Spanish. I think it's chancla. maybe sandal. Hold on. You spelled sandal yeah. wrong. <laughs> Google translates hard at work. Hold Sandals, on. sandalias. Okay, whatever. Yeah, anyway, you get beat. Um, <laughs> that's the moral of the story. But we uh, have realized that there's so many cultural similarities between us and especially the Hispanics mm-hmm. that it's just kind of funny. We wanted to acknowledge it. Yeah, and so, definitely if you're a uh, Hispanic, you listen here. Like I know my friend Nico McKay, he listened. Uh, he left his podcast. Shout out. Um, to all your other foreign friends uh, and your Xeni friends, uh, if you've been listening, you know what Xeni means. Uh, if not, go back an episode. Uh, was it last episode? It was. Yeah. And so tell everyone, foreign foreign or not, uh, hey, listen out to Greek and Isle. Uh, it's very relatable. It's funny. Two guys, two studs. Amen, brother. Amen. Um, I think that concludes Kutala Survivors. I think so. Kutala Survivors. Let's right. get a round of applause. All right, what a sound qual- what a quality applause with this new yes. sound. So last week we did my personal top five Greek movies. Yep. Now, Nico, you felt a little bit left out. I did because I don't watch a lot of Greek movies. And, and I also did not get around to watching any of those movies because of the festival. I'm not oh, sorry. It's been about super it. busy. Yeah, for sure. But we do have a top five list from Nico this week. And uh the top five Greek Zebekulas. So I'm going to start off with number five. It is O Aetos by Notis Fakanyakis. <laughs> that was really bad. But this is kind of what it sounds like. And so that's what that one sounds like. Obviously, we didn't get to the chorus or anything, but um, yeah, that one's pretty good. Uh, if that one comes on, it's definitely Heat. Uh, that's my Thea's favorite song, I think. It's either that or uh, uh, is it Glanthelia? Unithica? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's like it's the one her and Tony's mom do all the time. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but uh, just another one by Notice that they used to do. But uh, that one's definitely Heat. Um, Chorus is great. Love the bazooki at the beginning, like most of it goes. Uh, we can put it up to number four now. Is going to be. This is a great one. You guys are gonna love this one because we sing part of it at the beginning of every single episode. It is "Opsaras" by Stelios Kazantzidis, and we'll play you the whole song. So now you guys know what we're saying at the beginning. Oh, I guess just turn my volume back up. Probably. Yeah, that would be a good one. All right, good. Yes, Yanni Paleologu. And so that's what we mean every time by uh, Yasu Yasu Yanni Panalogu. So who is Yasu Yanni Panalogu? Yanni Panalogu is a bouzouki player. And if I'm not mistaken, he just recently passed away. No. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure, actually. Um, I don't have the information in front of me right now. Um, but he was a big bouzouki player in that song specifically. Dang, that's um, so sad. Sofia Noah sent me this song months ago. Mm-hmm. And... 
I'm actually not a huge fan of the rest of the song. I like it. It's not one of my top five, but that part in oh, particular. Yeah, the only reason that's in my top five is because of that part. Yeah, I mean, don't so get me often. wrong. It's a good song, mm-hmm. but that part in particular is my favorite of yeah. all time. Um, also, <laughs> I hope we don't get sued for using it at the beginning of this podcast every time. I don't, I don't think, think anyone yeah. who I don't think so. could sue us would listen to this in any way, shape, or form. And if you tell anyone that can sue us to listen to this... Oh, don't even get me started. Oh, we're coming after you. We're coming after <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, 100%. Um, but yeah, that's my number four. Um, that one's great. Yes, Yanni Panalogu. Every time I call Dimitri, that's the first thing we say to each other. We say, Yes, Yanni Panalogu. He says it back, or he'll call me and I'll say, Yes, Yanni Panalogu. And I'll say it back it's as well. It's really the superior greeting. Mm-hmm. Um, Yasu doesn't come close to it. Hey, what's up? Nothing. Yanni doesn't come close to it. Nope. Panalogu doesn't come close to it. But Yanni Panalogu? Put them together. And what have you got? Magic. Amen. So that brings us to number three. Number three is Dosa Mufotia by Dimitris Mitopanos. I'll we'll play a little bit of that for you guys. Let me go into also a recommendation by, by Alaco Sofianos. So that one's that one. That one's great. Um, we it was funny actually. A good story is when we were every time we would go into the festival, just so we would look baller, is we'd turn the sound up in my car all the way, play our fires the record go, and then all have our sunglasses on with the windows down. And so people know people know who, like who we they are. see us and they're like, okay, we're gonna back off a little bit. Yeah, those are some Greek Greeks, and they deserve to be here. Yeah. Um but yeah, that one's I, great. I like that one personally because it's a little bit faster oh, than yeah. some of the other ones. And as a person who doesn't like to look especially like an old man when he does his abekiko, um, you know, I like to do faster spins and stuff. Say what you want. That's my vibe. So that's usually what I go for. Yeah. Um, a... That's my top song, personally. Really? Yeah, that's my wow. favorite. Mitrobanos, great. All-time great. Uh, one of my favorite Greek artists, for sure. He puts out banger after banger. Um, is he alive anymore? I don't know. I don't think so, actually. I think he died from, like, throat cancer, maybe? Maybe not throat cancer, because I know he, um, he like, couldn't sing, I think, toward the end of his life. Um, I don't know. Yeah, he died in 2012. Wow. April 17th, 2012, he died in Athens, Greece. Yeah. Um, that's pretty crazy. I don't but, know if it was throat cancer. Um, he's a goat, for sure. Um, put out constant heat. He was rushing. Oh, he suffered a a heart heart attack. attack. Oh, no. And he had insomnia and showed signs of preliminary edema. I don't Um, know where you got the throat cancer from. I don't know either. Maybe it's a different singer. But that's my number three. Uh, Rest in peace, Mitropanos. You've impacted many Greeks' lives for sure. And I'm sure the day that you died, Greece was a nightmare. Um, So RIP to you. We're going to go ahead and go on to our second one, who is Ultra by Dimitri Mitropanos. One of... Most Greeks' favorite songs, um, not favorite songs, but everyone knows a song. Uh, it is Rosa by Dimitri Mitopanos. Um, I think this is probably most people's top one. Yeah, yeah, especially people who don't listen to a lot of Greek music. This is probably one of their top ones because it's so popular. Um, but this one, it's just a classic. Uh, you can't really beat it. Uh, I mean, you can't because the next one beats it for me. 
But um, we'll play a little bit of this one too. I act fun fact. I know how to play this one on the piano, not to flex or anything. But okay. <laughs> Great song. Rosa. Rosa. Um, not too much to say about that one. Uh, that's going to bring me to my top. This is a of all time. My favorite. I know every word. Um, every time it comes on, move out of the way. I'm coming to the dance floor. I'm killing this Zbekikova. And it is the Thelo Tatus Filus by Natasha Theodorio. Um, great. Just so solid. I don't actually know the guy that sings it with her. Um, he's great too, but she's just, she's so good. And her voice and is beautiful. So good, and beautiful. And that song is just such. Especially a, in this album cover. Oh my oh God. Oh my God. I know. What is she even wearing? She's wearing like cuffs, like for a dress shirt without the sleeves. Like, it's very Playboy esque. Oh, yeah, for sure. But uh, we'll play a little bit of this one. And so that's that one. Like I said, that's my favorite one by far. Um, can't beat it for me. There's a couple different parts in that song. Uh, you have the beginning where it's just the bazooki and then it's just the guy and then it's just her that sings the same uh, kind of verses. Uh, some of them are a little bit different, but the melody is the same. Um, and then they both come together and they sing it at the same time. And it's just, it's beautiful. No Zubekiko passes it for me. Um, that's my top five list. I got I got a comment on that one. Oh, geez. I like it. Okay. Not one of my favorite songs. Really? Probably not even top five for me. Oh, wow. I see, really do like it, That's just, but it's just not my vibe. I, I feel, see, I feel that. See, like... Um, I'm not a big fan of the newer music. Yeah, see, well, let me preface that so on. fast. I'm not a fan of that one. I like newer music. I like more traditional sounding music. Like, I hardly even listen to Zabekika on my free time. Um, I'm more of a... My favorite is Stratakis. Mm -hmm. If you don't know him, look him up. Um, but yeah, I like the song. Not my top five. For sure. I get it. So um, we're going to go out and fight later. But yeah, I'll post it on Instagram for sure. But, World uh, star. World star. Um, that's going to be it for this segment. Those are my top five. Uh, if you guys have any recommendations or anything of songs or vehicles that uh, might not be as popular, you can go ahead and send them to us. Um, for sure, we'd love to listen to him. I love listening to Greek music, so does Mitri. Um, and we actually listen to it a lot while we're in the car together, so that'd be great to uh, listen to new music. I'm music's looking for new stuff. Yeah, music's a big part of my life. Hit me with the new stuff. Life. And, of course, you can rate and view us on Apple Podcasts. Um, we're not done. <laughs> I know. We're not, <laughs> I know. I just wanted to plug it one more time. Okay. <laughs> That's an odd place. But okay. <laughs> now we are going to go on to our next segment. Okay. Alrighty, and so for our next segment today, we are going to be doing the secret segment that we were supposed to do at the festival. Uh, we had a couple of good lineups for what we could do. But it was going to be a little bit different, but we're still going to do it. Uh-huh, because we can't keep you waiting any longer. This is a 
quality episode. And the episode is Greek ASMR. Yes. So now, coming to you from the Blue Yeti mic, we're going to be turning to a high-sensitive volume control setting. Very high-tech. Very expensive. Very Um, expensive. ASMR mode. That's not what it's called, but that's what I'm calling it. And please bear with us. Yes. It's going to sound a little bit rough at first. We're going to adjust. And here we go. It won't go. There we go. Hello, everybody. My name's Nico Paspalera. The background noise is my neighbors. They're very loud. I politely asked them to turn down their music and stop singing because we were trying to film our very successful podcast. But unfortunately, we can hear them through the center block wall because they're a bunch of malacas. So, for our first sound today, for Greek ASMR, is going to be Michael Beloy. It's from the island of Crete. For those of you who don't know what Beloy are, they are worry beats. Enjoy.
ASMR mode. I uh, wanted to give you guys a little treat. Uh, Dimitri has been practicing some uh, different bazooki songs, so I thought he might play one. Maybe I'll play an American song on after if he does. I'm me. the new Yanni Panalogu. Too soon. Oh, it's out of tune. Oh, it's very out of tune. It's really out of tune. Play it. Do it. Oh, no, I'm not oh, going geez. to. It's really out of tune. Probably from the. Yeah, from, from the. the I tried to. You know. Anyway. I'm good at it, and you have to take my word for it. Um, All what right. was our next segment? Um, our next Go segment tell us, was the good towels. The good towels. Oh, huh. I forgot we put this one on yeah, there. This is a good. This one. is gonna be good. So uh, explain to me what the good towels is, Dimitri. Well, picture yourself walking into your bathroom, not your personal bathroom that you use, but the bathroom that the guests are gonna use. You wash your hands. And maybe you turn around, the towel rack's behind you, you know, hanging on the wall. Maybe it's a little one that's on the, the countertop. And you see very nice decorative towels. And you touch them. And without even absorbing any water, your mother instantly appears behind you with and slaps you with the kutala. Yep. Because you're not allowed to touch the good towels. So the good towels basically are the really high quality towels that your parents have set up for the guests so it's almost like a clout thing like any greek oh it's definitely for the cloud they have a good set of towels and like that's just something that every greek has to have like that just has to be a necessity in your house in the house oh yeah Yeah, it's the house necessity i'd say yeah if we ever have a house together we'll have a set of good towels i'm gonna use them me too because i've never been able to use them before yeah well okay so let's talk about that real quick because I've used the good towels in my house. Oh, no. I've gotten yelled at. For, like, okay, so there's been a couple occasions. So one time I used one of the large good towels when I got out of the shower to actually dry my body with. Like, yeah. it wasn't just washing my hands and yeah. I used them. Like, I actually used the good towel oh, as a regular towel. Oh, no. And... uh it was because I didn't have another towel. I was stranded. I was taking a shower in one that wasn't mine. I was downstairs. I wasn't going to run all the way upstairs to my room. Yeah, for sure. But naked, mm-hmm. I had to dry myself off and at least get another towel. So I wrap the towel around myself. I walk out of the room and my dad sees me. Oh, no. And, you know, they're his towels too. So, of course, he wants to keep them nice. But he knows the world of pain that I'm about to be in if my mom sees me. And he just basically says... Turn around, go back in there. I'll bring you a towel. Do not use that towel. You know, I did not get the kutala. We're very happy about this. But 
I've used the towels for, for drying my hands too, mm-hmm. just because mm-hmm. I didn't have one myself. Yeah. You know? Not a problem. Really not a big deal. They don't absorb any water. They're so decorative that the person who made them forgot what towels are supposed to do. Wow. They're trash towels. They're plush as hell, though. Oh, I'm sure. It's kind of like those. It's like if you use like a microfiber towel. Yeah, to, yeah. that's exactly what it's yeah. like. Yeah, and like it doesn't pick up water, but like you can use that to, for your car. And like since the water is so like like small, it makes it so small, like the droplets. Then it doesn't create spots. You know what I mean? But wow, I didn't that. I didn't know that. Mom, thank you for depriving me of that because actually thank you because I don't want to use those towels now. No, I mean I the hand, I don't know. <laughs> I mean maybe. I don't think it's a bad thing. I mean it's a bad thing. Yeah. Towels don't soak up water, that's a bad thing. Well maybe I need to talk to my mom and tell her to get high quality towels for the guests because I don't I mean, want my guests are, coming to the house and being like yeah, the this hand is towels, you know, we have the decorative ones that hang like next to the shower. Mm-hmm. Which even if somebody comes and stays and uses that room, we're going to give them a stack of towels anyway in the room that they're going to use. Nobody uses the good towels. Yeah. They're just for decoration. So it doesn't really matter. The nice hand towels do a good job absorbing water. Mm -hmm. Um, The only time I ever use those are during parties because nobody can say that that you used it. It's a good cover. It Um, could have been anyone. I mean, I could pin it on you because I would know. But how would you? Why were you wouldn't know? Yeah, because I know where you are at all times. Cause That's weird. I Well, I mean, I get uncomfortable when you're not there. That's weird. <laughs> I'm kidding. I know. but um, <laughs> Yeah, no, but moral of the story. I'm using the towels whenever I want, as long and as there's a good cover-up, like a party that we don't do that often. Jeannie, if you hear this, it wasn't me that enticed him to do it. I did it. Oh, jeez. On my own. And my own, my own gumptions. Jeez. So I think that concludes this segment for yeah, today. Yeah, it wasn't a long one. I just yeah. wanted to acknowledge it. We Honestly, all know it. I thought so. that one could have kind of been long, but I, guess I mean, not. I could definitely talk more. But if you're done, no, we're I don't want to. I don't want to bore the. I just want to end with one uh, one um, line: Don't touch, look, or even think about the good towels. That's all I have to say. And I think that brings us to our next segment. All right. And our final segment for today is a new one. Actually, who? Well, we did it last one? week. Oh, yeah, we did do it last week. It was brought John to you Stamos by Venetia Lagateris. Venetia Lagateris, thank you. Um, oh, that reminds me that we have to do that in the outro. Um, this segment is called The Greek of the Week. Um, last week, it was John Stamos. We quizzed Venetia, who was so gratefully on our podcast, um, and she didn't get most of them right. Uh, long story short, she had Turkish, uh, Turkish, what is it? Yogurt, yogurt in a room. Turkish Greek yogurt ridiculous greek yogurt made in turkey no don't even put turkish and yogurt in the same sentence i'm still so disappointed with her yeah but 10 for 10 which is all yogurts don't don't get try and give me that venetia um so greek of the week keep it on subject is uh betty white yeah she's my personal hero i love her yeah she's a babe so we always (laughs) we always come back to how greeks age like fine wine and betty white is the perfect example how old is betty white dimitri Betty White is 90 flipping seven years old. So I want everybody to go ahead right now, go on your cellular device, your computer, and look up a picture of Betty White as of current. You just use the Wikipedia page. Um, she looks great for her age. She does not look 97 at all. She looks maybe 70. Yeah, look at her styling in that Honestly, red jacket. The red, ja- the red jacket with the floor. It kind of looks burgundy. like your prom thing. Oh, your, it does kind of look like my jacket yeah. from prom. How does that feel? 
That's awesome. Oh yeah. Um, I love yeah. Betty White. Oh, dude, Betty White's great. Go ahead and give us a few facts about Betty White, Dimitri. Well, Betty White was born January 17th, 1922. Wow, 1920s. Yes. Um, as we all know, she's an American actress and comedian. Uh, the longest television career of any female entertainer spanning 80 years. She wow. started when she, she was, was 17. 17. Wow, that's crazy. Um. She had a TV series just recently. Uh, I don't remember exactly what it was called, uh, but it was basically her and her old geezer friends, and they would prank young people. That's off their rockers. Fun. It was called uh, Off Their Rockers with Betty White. That sounds hilarious. And it was hilarious. <laughs> that sounds so funny. Because um, usually it's the other way around. Usually it's youngsters pranking old people. Yeah. So look it up. <laughs> it was oh, wow. a funny show. Um she is from Beverly Hills, California. Um, but she wasn't born there. She was born in Illinois, Oak Park. I thought, oh, was she? Look, early life right there. Oh, God. I read the wrong thing. Look, Come on, Dimitri. Well, that's Wikipedia for you. Yeah, I'm sure. It says hometown, Beverly Hills, California. Well, yeah, but she wasn't born. Oh. Just because she wasn't born there doesn't okay. mean. She well, looked, anyway. She looked born, Oak Park, Illinois. <gasps> Look at that. She's an Illinois baby. Wow. Look at you, Betty. That's so funny. So the, everyone knows how the Wikipedia page has the contents. So if for entertainment career, it literally says 1939 to 49, and then it's just 1950s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010s. And like those are all separate subjects. That's just insane. Um. Oh, she was a player. Wow. She, she had, had three, three husbands. Wow. Dick Barker, Lane Allen, and Alan Ludden. Wow. She didn't stay with Dick Barker for a long time. That She got married and divorced in the same year. Oh God! There's not even a. His name's not a hyperlink, so I don't know if he like. He's probably not important. Got, oh no, he divorced. He didn't die. Yeah, yeah. So same. Oh, with she divorced the first two. Lane Allen, Allen was two years of marriage, and then they divorced. Not forty-seven to forty-nine. And then Alan Ludden, he he oh, died man. unfortunately. She was his long-lasting one. That was from nineteen sixty-three to nineteen eighty-one, which is what eighteen years. Yeah, she didn't wait long in between. So yeah, I'll tell you that. Um. But, uh, I mean, if you look at some old pictures of Betty when she was a little bit younger. She was a stunt. She was stunting, for sure. She still is a looker. Oh, that picture doesn't look do her justice. Look at her in her blue shirt. I love her. I mean, I love her, too. She's, she, she could be my yeah. Honestly, I would Definitely. totally be fine with that. I mean, I wouldn't give her up for my yeah. Look, there's, there's Alan Ludden. Wow. Wow. And that's the that. one she stayed with the longest, yeah. Look at her. Look at that jawline. Wow. You guys need to look up pictures of her. Betty White, you're my hero. Here's a picture of her with Barack Obama wow. in the Oval Office. But she, this was not a Monica Lewinsky type deal. That was part of her humanitarian work. You didn't she, acknowledge that. That what? was funny. What'd she say? I said this was not a Monica Lewinsky type situation. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh geez. Um, but Betty White, everybody. Um, we love her. Yeah, for sure. Her and first appearance, what was that? Film so to Kill? Many or Time, time to Kill. To kill. Uh, she was Lou's Girl, and it was a short film. And that was in 1945. That was, I guess, her first appearance in her. Everything from Toy Story 4. Yeah, she was in Toy Story 4. Really? Who did she play? Unknown. She was one of the voices. Wow. I'm Betty gonna... White goes wild. I'm looking that up later and I'm going to. It's a documentary. Watch it. Yeah. Wow. She plays herself. She voiced Grammy Noma on The Lorax, too. Man, she really got it all going in here. I knew that one. I did not know that. Ponyo, bro. Did you ever watch Ponyo? No. Dude, Ponyo is kind of sweet. No, it's like a it's like a cartoon, but it's like really Where weird. Is there it is. I'm clicking it. 
that's anime, dude. Oh, that is straight no. anime. I just exposed myself. <laughs> Bro, Ponyo's sweet. Watch Ponyo. Okay, I'll sure. give it a shot. There you go. Oh, yeah, you can totally tell. Only Mizaki, Suzuki, Hisashi, Okui, Sayama. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. But no, yeah, that movie's really weird, though. It's, it's like a girl that was a fish, and then she, like, grew up, and then she became not a fish. It, it was weird. Okay. This isn't Nico's anime podcast. Okay, listen here. All right, whatever. <laughs> I'll do it. All right. So that's our last segment of the week. Um, sometime relatively soon, we're going to give you guys a blooper episode because we're compiling them quickly. My Contrary pick- to popular belief, this is filmed segment by segment, recorded segment by segment, not uh, filmed. So, yeah, uh, but uh, my mom, if you're listening to this, don't listen to the episode for the bloopers, please. Um, it's going to have a parental advisory. Yeah, uh, I don't use the greatest language in some of those episodes or some of those segments that we're going to be putting in there. So, um, But they're funny. For your, for your vision so of your sweet baby boy, Nico, please don't. I'm, I'm begging you. But uh, yeah, watch out for that. It's, it's not going to be very long. Uh, nobody wants to listen to 40 minutes of bloopers. Um, but once we get enough, we'll put them together and we'll release them to the public. It's going to be without warning. So just, you know, subscribe. So that way you get the notification. Yep. Um, thank you guys for listening as always. Um, just like earlier that I said, we are available on pocket cast, anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple podcasts. We really appreciate it. Um, that's like our best way we can get feedback from you guys. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at nico.paspolaris, N-I-K-O dot peri- uh, period, I guess, P-A-S-P-A-L-A-R-I-S. Where can they follow you, Dimitri? Um, I'm also available on Instagram at D underscore L-A-G-O-U-T-A-R-I-S. Keep sending us the feedback. Keep sending us segment ideas. Uh, we're going to be coming to you soon with more guest stars. So look out for that. Yeah, for sure. And we got to plug two people real quick. Oh, yeah, a couple um, people. My sister, my beautiful twin, Venetia Ligateris, she has a Kickstarter out currently, and it is for enamel pins. She's working very hard on it. She's almost met her goal. Um, please go give it a look. Donate. Anything helps. Uh, Even it's if called, it's just a dollar. Yeah, yeah. It's called Bite Hard, B-I-T-E-H-A-R-D. I believe so. Um and let her dream come true because this yeah, has been, please a, help been talking about this forever yeah she yeah. finally got the kickstarter approved finally starting getting some uh, momentum on it but she's running out of time to meet her goal so go look it up do us all a favor and maybe you'll find something you like uh one personal podcast or shout out for me i haven't told dimitri about this yet but it's not a big deal um this is from my cousin dimitri not my cousin dimitri that's here with me now but my actual cousin dimitri um, thank you for giving me all that advice on uh, podcasting and everything. Uh, Dimitri has a couple of podcasts he does um, with some of his friends. He does a lot of sports podcasts. I think one's called Three Pete. Uh, that's a sport co- uh, podcast with some of his friends. But uh, thanks, Meech, for all the advice that you've been giving me. Yeah, he's um, really been helping us out. Yeah, for sure. Uh, especially when we went to go look for microphones and everything, he offered one of his old microphones to us and everything. Um, and he might be making definitely. Oh, for sure, definitely. Make sure to look at the picture for this week. Uh, this week's episode uh, it was from me and Dimitri at the festival. I think you guys are going to enjoy it. It's a good um, one. But I actually talked to Meech the other day, my older cousin, and he said that he'd be working on something for us as far as the cover picture goes. I don't, have I told you that? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, shout out to him. 
we're going again. places. Yeah, for sure. Thanks and for giving just helping us. Thanks for giving us all that advice. We really appreciate it. Um, and lastly, probably the most important closing announcement. Definitely. Um, I saw Catherine Spetz at HDF, HDF, and she was on her computer. And on her computer was a sticker, a little vinyl sticker of Metropolitan Alexios. And uh, he's kind of doing that Shia LaBeouf, just do it sort of thing. Oh, second. no, no. You know what that is? That's the church is a crab. If you've been to St. Stephen's camp, it's it totally looks like the church is a crab. Um, you could get it as a sticker, a phone case, a bag, so many things on Redbubble. The guy who made it is uh, Vivkouf, V-I-V-K-O-U-F. If you just type in um, Alexios sticker, it'll come right up. I don't know this guy personally. Um, I don't know anything about him, but if you're listening to the his podcast, stickers are fantastic. Thank you. Uh, so go give this guy a look and buy his Alexia sticker because it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. And I did not know I needed it in my life until I found it. He also has a couple different ones too. He has a St. Stephen's camp one that you can get in a phone case. Um, Kalimnos, Isus Christos Nika. That's a cute dog. I don't know who the bottom two are. No, I don't know who. The, yeah, it looks like there's some one of these are like, like probably like inside jokes or something. Yeah, probably. But the Alexia sticker, all you guys need this. Also, this is not a sponsored segment. No, we're not getting not any money for this or the dollars. I think he should pass us the euros though. One hundred percent. Um, but this is just genuinely from my heart. I think that you should go give it a look. So do that. But I think that concludes this. For that segment. does. Yeah. Thank um, you all for listening. For sure. And Tell just... your friends, and we will see you next week. Real don't, quick. Don't go anywhere. Don't go Stop. anywhere. This is very important. Big Nico, one of my favorite people in this world. Happy birthday tomorrow, buddy. You turn 21 is a big one. You're going places for sure. I love you. Um, and I didn't forget about you, I swear. I just saw your text in the group chat after I told Meech <laughs> that I shouted him out. And uh, lastly, I love you. Thank you for being so funny and kind to me. And uh, I will see you next time. You're you come an inspiration home, buddy. to us all. Definitely, for sure. Oh, and make sure the button is to play this podcast. It's not gray, I promise. Yeah. Stay gray, Pony Boy. Stay gray.